those weeks like these, you just gotta sit back in your uh your 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 brand new chair, your brand new gaming chair. Very sturdy, very nice, very quality type of line. Shout out to Secret Labs. You know what I'm saying? It's not a partnership, but they need a partner and boy. Uh you just gotta look back and just say, Thank goodness it's Friday. You know, you gotta say thank God it's Friday because the No Cool Down podcast is back. Episode 54. We're in the building, baby. I feel very relaxed right now because work is over and I turned off my phone so they cannot contact me. Thank you so much. But we're here. We're here, ladies and gentlemen. We're here. And of course, I'm here with my podcast partner in crime. When easy, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. And yourself? Hey, man, listen, I'm in I'm in a robe. I feel fantastic. I am alive. That's all I can say. And I'm ready to talk, man. I'm ready to talk about games this week. I've barely been like, I've barely been gaming this week. This work was a pain in the ass, but I'm glad it's over. I'm trying to get into it. It's going to be, it's going to be a good episode. It's going to be a good weekend. So I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh, we got a, We got another King stand. <laughs> Look, I need you to stare into the soul of King's eyes, man. Look in his eyes right now. You know what I'm saying? Feel, feel the pressure. He, he Our stand in this week, he's feeling real focused. He's feeling real ready to roll, man. I, I, I don't know if you see. Oh, also, side note, King is actually just at ALGS because ALGS is in London. So the Apex series, he's doing a bunch of stuff over there. Shout out to him. Uh, just enjoy, enjoy the festivities and whatnot. Working, doing his usual thing. But stare into his eyes. Stare, stare into King's eyes. Do you see that? Focus. Anyways, focus on the fact that you should rate this podcast five stars. I need you to go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to search up No Cool Down and find us there. We're also available on Google, uh, Google Podcast, uh, Stitcher. Uh, we're also available on Anchor, of course, and the video version live on YouTube.com slash at No Cool Down. And uh, you know what I'm saying? You, you know where to find us on the individual channels. You see the ads all uh, all in the, you know what I'm saying, description. You're watching the video version. Also, video version on Spotify. But we got a lot of news this week. Uh, gotta cover it, man. Uh, a couple things in the warm up, some juicy stories and some real outer left field moments. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, so without further ado, when is you ready? Born ready. All right, word. King, is you ready? Stand it. The stare tells me he's ready. All right, let's get into it, man. So, uh, first and foremost, I somebody brought this to my attention, and I I really wasn't locking it on TwitchCon and stuff like that. I don't know if I was going this year, uh, but honestly. The, the location got dropped and it was it I was intrigued just considering the amount of shenanigans that can go down in a Twitch community. As we've seen, the creator community this week has been on absolute fire. They've been in some hot shit, no pun intended. And like, bro, they're gonna be in Vegas. TwitchCon's going to Vegas this year. How, how do you feel about uh the wonderful, very calm, cool, collected, and cordial class of creators going to Las Vegas for TwitchCon? Uh, honestly, I like the idea that it's in Vegas because California is very expensive. I think California might be more expensive mm. than Vegas. Mm. Um, but I'm not going to lie to you when I say I cannot imagine the type of shenanigans that are going to, that are going to happen with a bunch of Twitch streamers in a, in a place like Vegas. The thing about Vegas that a lot of people don't really understand is that Vegas is like a couple blocks wide. Like it's not a huge city. Like it's you're you're going to be walking into it like you're going to be seeing all the big streamers all like the same streets. I can't. I'm not excited for it whatsoever, bro. I need. We need to start some parlays and some over unders on how many arrests are going to be made. How many creators are going to like sneak into TwitchCon? You know what I'm saying? Under the radar. How many escorts are going to be brought in to random ass meet and greets and just testing games and stuff? I need I need all these over unders, man. I need to make some money. So we need to start these parlays. I ain't going to lie to you, man. I'm trying to get into the game. Yeah, if people don't if people don't uh get banned before they get home, I wouldn't be like I'm not I'm not wouldn't be surprised if people get banned before they even get to the crib. Like that's 
that's what's crazy about it uh i never really i have no intention of going to twitchcon unless growth goes to twitchcon uh outside mm. of that yeah i i will be waiting until the weekend after twitchcon to go to vegas so that the hotels are cheap and i can get a bunch facts. of stuff for the low facts facts honestly you might check in one of those rooms somebody left a laptop or something like that end yes. up like the hangover or something like you know what I'm saying? you might come up you might come up big you might yeah. come up big i'm gonna log into into pokemon's account like you're we live <laughs> <laughs> one of the modders said fuck y'all yeah. didn't say <laughs> that's crazy bro that's crazy but yeah no, i prefer to go to a uh to any twitchcon in europe before i prefer to go to any twitchcon in the states i, I just feel like the, the the air is different depending on where you go you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. We'll figure out what's going on. Uh, on to the next story in the warm-up here. Fortnite has officially spun the block again on their partnership with Dragon Ball Z Super, bringing in two new characters in Gohan and one of anime's leading Black Fathers, Piccolo, in their custom fits, power awakening modes, capsule, and handheld house gliders, beast axe, and all that type of good stuff. Uh, and also, also, in, in, in the Fortnite world, uh, some observant people have found some files of a first-person mode in Fortnite and even saw some people create custom maps like Forge-style of Modern Warfare 2's Rust map to play on. So, thoughts on the Dragon Ball Z partnership going again, and thoughts on first-person? Uh, first-person seems interesting. I think it'd be a cool little, like, LTM. Um, Dragon Ball Z, this is actually one of the, the drops I'm gonna miss. I, I've been buying every single Fortnite drop to play Fortnite for maybe, like, three days at the most and then stop playing Fortnite. <laughs> it's just not the game that I have time for right now, but I do, I do love the collabs. I do love Gohan. I wish they would have dropped Gohan when like the movie came out. But hey, you mm -hmm. know, better late than never. The first person mode would be kind of sick, though. I'm not gonna lie. I think that would be a pretty first, that's a pretty dope mode. First person look gas from the little piece of footage that I saw. I ain't gonna lie. Like it looked pretty solid. And I would personally love it. You know what I'm saying? Third person. It, you know what I'm saying? At least right now, I'm not as well versed as I used to be in third person stuff. So I'm like, hey man. That would, that'd be pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? A little mode to drop. Uh, and yeah, Dragon Ball stuff. I might just hop on, download Piccolo because I need I need black representation in my game. So got to download that. You know what I'm saying? Got to get that automatically. And then we'll just move on. You know what I'm saying? Fortnite is Fortnite is a good, like, like what's the name? Like, like ground zero game. What's the what's the name of that one thing in Minecraft? I forget. Bedrock. There it is. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. Bedrock, it's a bedrock game right now. I can always come back to it. You know what I'm saying? Just get people on, have a good time. It's always there. It's all reliable right now. So I, I might hop on for like a quick 30 minutes, buy the skin, play a couple games, put it back on the back burner, come back. But Fortnite always cooking as as they usually have been in this past, what, year and change. So shout outs to them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm, man. And moving on to the last uh, quick you know, story of the warm up here. Twitter is uh, completely put, putting their foot on the gas on the road to becoming a crappier app as they've introduced paid boosts to tweet in similar fashions as Facebook and IG. Uh, it seems like we're picking up speed and uh, basically deading any organic, you know, reach and, and pull you can have on that app. So thoughts on this. Um, This is like one of those like clear signs and one of the, the big reminders of like, yo, if you are a creator and you're trying to create in these spaces, make sure you diversify your content. Because there are a lot of people who use Twitter as like one of their biggest forms of creating content outside of streaming. And it sucks that now your livelihood is at the whim of a billionaire. At any point in time, he could just be like, hey, um, no more organic reach. If you want people to see your tweets, you have to pay for it. So it's kind of it's kind of sucks. I'm looking at like we have a for you page now on Twitter. Don't like mm -hmm. it. I always switch it back to following. And honestly, 
I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. Like I used Twitter was like the last safe haven of apps I actually enjoyed. And it's pretty much dead now. I literally am actually I'm actually reading more. So thank you, Elon. I read now. <laughs> He's reversing the damage Bush did. Shout out. I'm about to say it, bro. It may actually did something good for a change inadvertently, I might add, but you know, it's a change nonetheless. But listen. This app, this app getting ass, bro. I'm sorry. Everything behind Twitter blue. They said people can get ad revenue off of like tweet replies or something like that or views, but you have to do it through Twitter blue. They increasing the price. They're doing all this and killing all the organic reach. I listen, I need to, yeah, Discord's coming soon, man. Discord's coming soon, man. Go, go, go join Wendy's Discord. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? <laughs> a link will be somewhere. A link will be, I promise you, somewhere. Just 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 join Discord at this point, man. Cause Twitter's Twitter's getting cooked slowly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right, moving into the main stories of the week. Good lord, this first one. Oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta, gotta mentally prepare for this one, man, because this, this hurt. This one definitely hurt, uh, and for a specific reason. Not, not two out of the three. Well, well, let's get into it. Let me, let me explain. So, EA had a lot of big news to drop this week over some shifts in movement within and unfortunate news for running and developing projects. So first and foremost, had a couple of major mobile projects get basically ended. Uh, EA basically acts as mobile presence in a huge way with the cancellation of Apex Legends and Battlefield Mobile. So they cited a lot of ambiguous factors beyond their control that stopped the project in, in you know in Apex Mobile, uh, despite a strong start. Honestly, they were really cooking at the start. And uh, so EA, Respawn, Tencent, they've all decided just to shut down Apex Mobile on May 1st. And Battlefield, Battlefield didn't even, did we even hear anything about it besides it was coming or it got it got shut down? I, bro, if you're asking <laughs> the wrong guy, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. You got 90 reasons why you shouldn't care about Battlefield right now. Still, I ain't gonna lie to you. You're right, you're right, you're right. But Battlefield, Battlefield Mobile didn't even get off the ground. They were like, "Hey, listen, you're canceled." And all the people that work on these teams just got shift shifted to other projects. They just got moved internally. So, thoughts on this and just them like axing their mobile presence. Um, like I never really cared much for Apex Mobile, but I know that a lot of people did, and a lot of people were pushing for it. Uh, I kind of, I didn't expect it to get canceled, but I didn't expect it to. Actually, out of all the mobile games, this is like the least, the one I expected least to get canceled because they seem to be using it as like a beta test for regular Apex, and that's what was so interesting to me. Why they canceled it is that like. Are you guys going to do what like almost every other shooter at this point does and have like a beta test uh, portal? Like I know in League, there's a uh, a public beta like game that you download where you play games. You play it with like the new patches before they go live on the main servers. Yeah. So like same thing with Overwatch. There's so many, like a lot of a lot of shooters do it. And I felt like they used Apex Mobile as like, here's here is how you can try out the new heroes before they come out. Um, I thought it actually had a, some pretty good potential, but at the same time, I also know how much of a resource like Hog Apex is and how how tough it is to run. Um, so mm. like putting it on a cell phone, I was just like, I don't know, man. That's I wouldn't, but hey, you guys, you guys know more mm. than me. So them canceling Apex is kind of the one thing I didn't expect them to cancel, to be honest with you. Yeah, I Apex had a lot of momentum for a new one. I feel like it's they might have set a too high of an expectation or too high of a bar for themselves in the mobile market. I know mobile is still burgeoning. It's still hot right now. Again, as a, a, the crazy segment that it is in the gaming industry, 
I feel like they might have set a too high of a bar for themselves. And it's like, yo, they didn't allow themselves enough time to get into the game. Like Tencent, Tencent worked fast. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. still, you can only you can only meet people halfway and you can only deliver so much before people have to make the choice for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like the in the mobile space, probably the name of Apex isn't as crazy. You know what I'm saying? People can go on Call of Duty Mobile all day, and but the name of Apex doesn't really ring in a mobile sense. So there's some people who are exclusively mobile players and have never really heard of Apex. So there's a lot of factors to consider on how they didn't perform as well as they should have or could have. But it's tough, bro. It's tough because I... It, they really innovated and actually, they, again, for a long time, we were talking about it on the pod as well. There were so many instances where Apex Mobile brought a lot more features that were progressive instead of the actual console game. Tencent were actually putting out more work in the in that version than people were doing on consoles. And it took them months to figure that out on consoles. They just now bring in private matches and custom lobbies. You know what I'm saying? So it's... It's tough to see, bro. It's really tough to see. It sucks for the people who, again, invested money, invested time as content creators, and you know, just enjoyed that experience. I know I, I didn't really get much, much uptime with it, but you know, it, it is what it is. But damn, it just feels that that one, that one feels rough for the mobile scene. I can't even run in front of you. And Battlefield Mobile didn't even see it. Mm-hmm. Didn't even see it. So it is what it is, man. Uh, pushing on to this next one cancellations have been the theme of this week unfortunately a shock twist happened last night as a uh, knockout city announced that their final season and cancellation is near with season nine being the last ride until they shut down servers on june 6th so thoughts on this bro they yeah the knockout city out of here too yeah knockout city i was kind of not necessarily surprised um as mean as that sounds i love knockout city but i knew after playing it that at its core, it was a great, great casual game, but it just was not, it just wasn't enough. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't enough to keep people consistently playing. You would either need very, very high amounts of like content drops or just like a very, very high skill ceiling. That's how Apex was able to get away with having seasons of no, nothing really new is because the skill ceiling in that game is, was so high, is so high that till this day, People can play the game without any new content and still like progress and like feel like they're learning, feel like they're growing and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. With Knockout City, after playing for about like a week or two, I kind of felt like I learned as much as I possibly could have before everything got really micromanaging. If that makes any sense, like mm-hmm. you can only fake a throw so many times. You can only you can only learn how to catch so many times. After you learn mm-hmm. the timing on it, if it doesn't really change, if there's not really ways of changing up that that uh that new skill to learn if every time i throw the ball it's already going to lock on like a lot of the game is being played for you mm-hmm. it's just if you don't have the content to back up a simple gameplay mechanic then you just don't really have much to do you know like after a while yeah. the game just kind of just feels like there's nothing more for you to do there yeah no nah, i agree it, it's just it, it it sucks because dang I really do want to talk about this in depth at some point down the line. Just the state of free games and how they change. Because again, like, what do you think about a game like Warframe? What do you think about like a Gotham City Imposters? When you think of like the OGs of free to play games, so to speak, like they were really packed with content. And all they they again they weren't the they weren't instantly like you know again heavy hitters or whatever like that. But they had the content to back it up almost every single time they had those content cycles they had enough skill or intrigue or mystery into their gameplay loop to provide people with that oh maybe i should latch on maybe i should stick around maybe i should you know be into this 
and nowadays I feel like we're just not seeing it as much, or it's a it's kind of a a uh, a mix of where the skill gap of a lot of things have gotten so much like smaller, and the attention spans gotten so much smaller, and the skill gaps gotten so much higher in general players that people already master the game in a day. And if you don't have anything else to add, it's like yo, we've already hit the top of the mountain. Like this is it, already three days in. So I don't know what you want to do. It, it it's a lot of factors in there, but I know Knockout City was. Again, it was a, a, a fun game when I played it. I know I have I still have plenty of clips, and we got on there and had a hell of a time. Honestly, mm-hmm. it was still pretty fun when we played. You know what I'm saying? I, I will I will forever cherish some of those joints. So that's at least that's a positive, man. I think they it was it was good when it was here, but it's tough, bro. Think about all the people that again invested time. We talked about this off off stream as well. Think about all the people who are solely Knockout City creators. You know what I mean? Are solely players of Knockout City. Predominantly, all their time goes in that direction. That's 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 a that's a kick in the balls, man. That's, yeah, that's a kick in the jewels. Not to mention, um, when the Knockout City creators, they had to have like very high, like you needed to have streamed like up to twenty hours of Knockout City or something wild. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was very it was some were crazy high, requirements. Yeah, there was some high demands, and people were Knockout City creators. Like they got into the program because they were they were meeting the requirements, and it's like. You did all that, and now they those knockout city creators really don't have much to show for it because they don't really get a lot. So mm-hmm. it is what it is at this point. But it's sad to see, you know, sad to see. And it's not that it was a bad game, but like in this day and age, with with so many games out, I just can't. I can't imagine it thriving the way it should have. If this would have mm-hmm. came out on PS3, PS4, oh like early yeah, PS4, nah, this would have. This this what this would have been a class. This would have been a cult classic. It would have we been a cult had classic. So many fond memories. We're like, bro, remember when bro. Knockout City? We were playing blah blah blah. Like, but it's niggas a- would have been people would have been in that same vein. Of like, yo, like oh, I don't know if you, I don't think you played it. But like Doritos Crash Course, literally the most simplest game. Yeah. It was literally just Wipeout, and it was so basic. But people loved that game to death. I love yeah. that game to death because it came at a time where you know people were looking for different experiences or they were open to it. And it was a small enough game. It was free. And people were on it for days, weeks, months, years. And it, it, a, a part of time, it also got to come into it, bro. This is a very tough market right now for live service games because there's so much content out there. And that's just a part of the beast right now. It's like you have to have content packed out the wazoo from day one. You have to consistently back that up or else you will not survive. We've seen it with the biggest of games. We've seen it with the smallest of games. Anything that's a live continuing service is going to have to have the content from day one. And you have to have that pipeline ready to go for at least one to two years. And then you have give yourself give yourself enough of a buffer to develop other stuff or else people lose interest. People are gone. And then you're, you're, you're canceling games. You're shutting down services. Yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Insane. And perhaps the most damning story from this entire News, uh, I guess, point here. Jason Schreier of Bloomberg, he reported that EA have officially canceled a single-player game set in the Titanfall Apex universe, codenamed Titanfall Legends. Ugh. Uh, that hurt. Ah. Some details have surfaced on that game as well. Uh, I want to go through some of the list here from uh, Shout to Alpha Intel. Provided that, and of course, it was from Jeff Grubb. So, shouts to all those all, all those sources and informants here. So, the single player game apparently uh, featured BT and other Titanfall characters. Uh, Rampart apparently brought BT back to life. Uh, players played as Blisk. Legends would show up and give you powers throughout the game. It's gonna be, it was gonna be inspired by Doom Eternal, and of course, it had the wall running back in the game. So, 
I'm hurt. This honestly, and this this is like I don't put on the the tinfoil hat often because I I'm very much a pessimist. I don't think anything good ever comes in life. But I think that if there was ever a time to to do fake marketing, this is the time. Remember when Sonic was ugly? Like if there was ever a time to do a PR stunt, it's this one. I think that right now. If they are smart, if they are smart people at EA, they dropped this information on purpose to see what the outcry and the outrage would look like so that they understand like, hey, oh, there's this many people upset about it. We're going to bring it back like that's And that's something that I think would be like a pretty good idea on their part. Like if they're just like, oh, we see that you guys want it. We're bringing back the Apex single player mode, even if it's like a $40 DLC, like something small, something six hours. Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but you could even sell this thing in, in parts. It just doesn't make sense to me that they would do something like this and just let it die. You know, we're not getting Titanfall 4. We're not getting Titanfall 3, and we're definitely not getting anything new going on in Apex. So I don't know. I just don't see why they wouldn't branch out into this little area because it's not like they have anything else going for them right now. Let me switch hats with you, my friend. Mm. Let me let me become the pessimist. Let me do this. Uh, as good things are provided by EA, good things are taken away by EA. No offense, but you drop an absolute banger in Dead Space. Motive puts out an absolute banger. Comes out the gate hot. Wonderful scores, great reception, all that stuff. And the very next span of two days, it took three days. It was only three, three days. You cancel this. You cancel it. You cancel Knockout City. Mobile projects ended left, right, and center. Sure, it might be the economy. Sure, it might be all this stuff. Bottom line, I'm like, listen, they knew they knew they were going to cut their losses so they can save their bottom line, potentially look better for a, for a sale down the line or something like that. They want to tighten up the ship so they look as financially fit as possible. They want to look as financially healthy as possible, and they'll sacrifice what they need to sacrifice. And they sacrifice something that was very near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. I, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of potential behind it, but for the sake of the dollar, they will kill that dream. They will kill your dream. I so I don't I don't think you will come back at this point. If it was that close to being done, and they just dropped it off. Unless they hand it all to another studio or somebody will like or Vin Zampella himself gets enough power in like 10 years to be like, yo, I'm doing it myself. I'm going to take that team. I'm putting money as the president of EA or whatever the hell he or gets to. I'm going to put money behind it himself. But where he's at right now, he can't do it. He's working on 80 billion other projects. He's not doing that. They're going to they get start more Star Wars money. They're going to get more of this, more of that. This will get lost in the shuffle. I think I think we've lost, ladies and gentlemen. I think this is it. This is this is our Rogue One. As 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 valiantly as we fought, I think this is it. I'm sorry. I I would be, I would be surprised. I would be surprised. I would literally sharpie a mustache and full beard on my face if Titanfall three came out at this point. Oh oh no, I wasn't. I wasn't saying we're getting no Titanfall no no, no I, yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah no or, or so, whatever this yeah, is yeah, this yeah, is basically yeah. Titanfall it's basically Titanfall three to be honest I I didn't see it as Titanfall I saw it as like a little DLC but like no oh, yeah yeah oh, I I, oh, I don't think we'll ever get well, Titanfall three I think the only way yeah. we get Titanfall three is if the Martians got the death beam pointed at the at the, <laughs> at the <laughs> 
That's the only way. We got to take Iguodala? We got to take Iguodala. <laughs> Iguodala got to make the shot for us to get this? Like, oh. we, we are not seeing Titanfall 3 unless... No, there's no unless. Like, EA will there's sell no the company before they get Titanfall 3. So unless EA sells the company to somebody else and they are like, yo, we need to make our money back. Let's make Titanfall 3. But even then, I don't think it'll be good. Like, like we're never seeing quality games like that anymore, man. Except <laughs> enjoy what you got, bro. It's not gonna get better. <laughs> I'm sorry to be the pessimist. I agree with you. Again, I'm I'm supposed to be the author, so I'm supposed to be, you know, here, but it's doom and gloom when I talk about this shit, man. This this rest in peace to my homie, man. Rest in peace to Titanfall single player. Anything that had to do with Titanfall single player, just rest moment of silence, man. Press F in the chat. Press F in the chat. Ah, and that's not all. That's not all, folks. More out of left fields, more out of left field news dropped, excuse me, that a bunch of free-to-play projects have been dropped. They're out of here. Shutting down operations. Gone. Vamoosed. Vanished. Disappeared. Ended. To a permanent, you know what I'm saying? Permanent status. It's, it's gone. So those names include Crime Sight, Crossfire X, Dragon Quest, the Adventure of Dia, Heroes Bonds, Echo VR, Love Live School, Idol Festival, and Rumbleverse which is ending on February 28th. So including the EA projects, we have those bunch. So thoughts on just all these free-to-play live service games just being under fire. Um, is this the, is this a single-player renaissance? Are we, are we finally going to get more single-player games? Um, I'm, I'm not happy with the, with the disappearance of free-to-play games. I always say that I like free-to-play games because they're accessible to people who don't have the money for for games like thinking about like Fortnite being a game that a lot of people in like uh low income houses can play with their friends without having to like drop any money on outside of like maybe playing for PlayStation online or whatever. Um it sucks that a lot of free to play games are going out of business, but I also know that that's just not a very sustainable market, right? Like we can't keep making free games where you pay for stuff in them because at the end of the day, like I'm at the I'm at the point right now where I like I just said about Fortnite. Like this is the first Fortnite thing I'm not buying because I just don't have enough money to su to support Fortnite and to support League and to support all the other free to play games that I'm playing. There's just too many of them. Um, I I'm hoping that what's going on right now is what I'm doing in my free time, which is like I'll play my free to play game that I enjoy. I'll play the one or two that I'm I'm, I'm interested in, and then I'll play my single player games. Like I don't think we need more free to play games. To to be quite frank. I think we need to have, I think so. Honestly, we might need a more, fo we may need more focus on single player experiences, making games fun without having to require other players in them. Because at the end of the day, the shooters are all, all the, the most important shooters out right now are all free to play. I don't think we're ever going to get people to really spend $60 on Overwatch 3 or get people to spend a lot of money on games that aren't Call of Duty. And even the Call of Duty franchise, I'm not going to lie, in a, maybe 10 to 20 years when like a lot of the people who play it die out, are you really going to get people to play buy um, Call of Duty for $60 again? People are upset about paying $60 now. So I don't think the shooter market is going to go back into being a paid thing, but I think we can honestly get good single-player experiences, man. I feel like that's an area that we don't really tap too much into. The only games that... And even, like, even in the shooter, even in the FPS space, like... Games like Doom Eternal, amazing games. Like Facts. we we need to tap into that type of stuff, man. There's there's a lot of un there's a lot of there's a lot of 
of real estate there's a lot of ways that you can make money off of gaming that don't involve making a free to play and then gouging the prices of all the cosmetics and stuff like mm-hmm. we can we i'd pay for a game to just have a game you know 100 percent. i feel like again it's the, it's the great gaming waves bro it's trends it's it's movements and the free to play battle pass wave is starting to die out it's starting to phase out and consumers are hip to the game now they understand what's going on and i feel like more often than not if you don't have enough quality to to sustain us being in your game we're not going to pay for any of these cosmetics we're not going to do that stuff you know there may be people that buy some stuff off rip but you're going to need that consistency of player base you depend on the player base at some point to you know again to justify your existence as a and as an experience and if you have a sudden burst at the beginning of a game but you don't have enough content to keep people in that you're you're gonna get you're gonna get chopped down to foot limb by limb you're gone you're just gonna keep month over month you're just gonna get you know wasted away and if you don't have the the that that quality backup again everything everything at the end of the day comes down to the quality of your game do you have enough content in it to sustain what do you want to do are we gonna have it a funnier game and for how long are we gonna have fun but till till shit gets like wacky you know what i'm saying like it's it's tough it's a tough place to be right now because people are starting to get tired of this format. People are starting to get really weary of just like, yo, we want a quality game, bro. You can, I can look back and give you any example over example over smaller games that were less of a price, something like that. You can go straight off the top of the head. Wasn't the craziest thing, but it was one-time fee, play that single player. People said it was game of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like, people said it was up there for game of the year. You know? Like, at the end of the day, I don't think the 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 parameters have changed. People still want to look for quality. People still want quality at the end of the day, and they'd be willing to pay for it. But the fact of it's not necessarily fast money, but the the dressing of a certain payment system to get more money out of people, it's like it's it's, it's getting old. It's getting tired. It's played out. We've seen hella people do it now, and it's like, yo, now you got to show something. You can't just have it. You can't just have a free to play game where everybody's in it and we'll just play it down because we don't have nothing else or we didn't we didn't pay anything for it. So we'll just be in there just because now you have to show so more things for it consistently. You have to show up almost every month with something new, you know, and you got to validate yourself that that that, that free to play lane is just the well pain is dry. Ass to be in. The well is dry. Thank you. Thank you. The well is dry and we're we're looking for other sources of water, man. I'd rather be in the spring at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's smaller. But at least I know this water's good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Shoot, man. Crazy times, man. Crazy times. Mm-mm-mm. I, I honestly can't believe it. Shit is wild. Dang. I wanted to talk to King standing for this one. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, after some copyright fights, money laundering claims, and all that stuff, Fantastic have finally uh, released some gameplay of the day before. yes. The open world MMO has finally dropped some gameplay. Most of it was just like a foot tour of the environments and character squads uh, as they like traverse some suburbs, the city, some road checkpoints. They had a little workbench system that they showed off. Had a couple of zombies in there for a vertical gameplay slice. Uh, gameplay slice, but yeah, uh, what'd you make of it? What'd you make of the day before, man? Um, when I was watching this game, I was like, man, I'm gonna go play the, uh, State of Decay two, and I downloaded State of Decay two. That's what I did because um. I'm not going to wait for this game at all. Uh, I'm going to scratch that zombie itch and I'm going to just go on about my day. And you know what else I did? Actually, I saw this. I went back and watched the trailer again because I was like, maybe I'm tripping. 
Maybe uh, maybe State of Decay isn't going to scratch this. I was like, oh, you know what else? I'm going to go make sure I wish list uh, Sons of the Forest. That's another really good design. That's another really good game. Got him. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> that's a game that has a release date this month. I'm going to go make sure I get I get on top of that when that game comes out. That's kind of just where I'm at, man. I'm tired of these. I'm tired of people like the of, of edging me for fucking three years to, to give me a game that's going to be mid on release. Like. This game better be this game better drop like hot fire and I better be I will eat my words if this game is good. I'll play with y'all. I'll jump on the, the UK servers, lag my ass off with mm -hmm. King, you know, get it get it popping. But as of right now, man, I'm I'm tired of I'm tired of games being released. <laughs> like, why are you telling me this eight years before the game comes out, bro? Like this it bro. just doesn't make sense, bro. Just shut up and do the work. But it doesn't seem like y'all don't want y'all don't want a good game y'all want the 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 the, the accolades buzz. of a good game Facts. you know what i'm saying they, like, they want they want the hype they want people behind it without actually delivering i'm like hey yo bro where's the sound in your game bro, bro i like, just hear i hear footsteps and one zombie growl bro where's the atmosphere you know what i'm saying like yo it, they fix up bro y'all even got the ip registered bro it's it's starting to become ridiculous at this point. Um, I I love that everybody everybody has good ideas, man. Me and Triple sit in a Discord longer than thirty minutes and come out with like seven games that would be fucking amazing if we yeah, if I, we had the development. I I quite literally thought of an idea today on the toilet of a game idea and I wrote it down. I will tell you this after the stream. I was sitting on the toilet and I I thought of a game idea like yo, if I had this IP, we could actually make that crack. Yeah. If it came back in the way it should have, I'll tell you after stream, but. Literally, case in point, yes. Like we, and I feel like what me and Trip will think of a cool game idea, and we'll just be like, "Ah, oh, that was a cool idea." If we ever get the resources to make it, we'll make it. But I feel like these dudes get good ideas, and they're like, "Yo, I'm gonna make as much buzz about this idea as possible, and I'm gonna keep the buzz going while we're developing it." Like, bro, shut it up, like shut it down. I shouldn't even, I shouldn't hear about this game as much as I'm hearing about it because Facts. it's not out. It's not Facts. out. I don't look for new games to hear about. When you when you mm -hmm. when a game hits my ear, it's because I it's gotten to the point where even like basic people can uh, are are hearing it, and the mm -hmm. fact that I'm hearing about this game before even a beta is out for me, there's no point. Like there's just no point. By the time this game comes out, I'm gonna be tired and have played Daisy three times. You know the craziest thing is the the Discord didn't even get any snippets, not a picture, not a footage, not a nothing. They barely got anything. They got barely any assets. And that's their official Discord. I'm like, bro, aren't y'all supposed to be, like, feeding this information at least pretty consistent? Or at least, like, either shutting up or going full bore and giving people what they want. Yeah. Apparently not. Apparently not. I'm, yo, but let, let, I'll speak on the trailer for a minute. I'll give them this. The environment and the scale looks actually pretty crazy. I actually like that. I do like that. And the character models look pretty smooth. You know what I'm saying? I... I the the aesthetic of them is smooth. The movement, I don't know how I feel about the movement. Probably a little bit clunky, but I mean, what zombie game really isn't as clunky, you know what I'm saying? Correct me if I'm wrong, but most of them are pretty standard. Not not too much crazy movement. Uh, but honestly, if you're just going to be a less technical division with zombies in there, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I I, I don't know. You got to compel me with some more aside from that. You got to really bring it home. I didn't hear any of the atmospherics. Some of the sound quality was really, really bare bones. So... I, I I'm curious to know what part of the process they're in for. If they said they needed to delay it, this is supposed to come out like in March or February. It's supposed to come out like relatively soon, right? Before the nine month delay, because yeah. they were, you know, they had, they had an IP issue or something like that, which I still think they actually do. But like, you know, whatever they said, they were going to delay it anyway. So 
I, I, I'm just like, yo, y'all got a lot of work to do in this like seven, eight, nine months, bro. To to make to really wow me, like, yo, if it if it was you know crazy gritty atmospheric, like if it's like a, a Last of Us two level of quality in its like in its approach of like, oh, this atmosphere is kind of insane. I'd be like, you know what, cool. But it's showing super super bare bones right now. I'm like, it's not compelling me. It's not moving. It's not moving me. Yeah, I I'm kind of just like whatever about it. I'm gonna just wait to see what happens. Truthfully, mm bro. Honestly, I could I could literally just go. Play it, play back for blood, state of decay, and just be chilling. I did that. Sons of the Force gonna be cracked though. I, yeah. I've I played Sons of the Force twice and I rage quit every time just because I was scared. I ain't gonna lie. That's a that's a crazy game and I do want to play it again. No, we for sure I, should get a we should get a sesh yeah. going because I I no, have I'm, the Force and I am a fan of it. Me and Panda played a good amount of it, but we never beat it because mm-hmm. again we were all so scared of it. I didn't even know there was a story story for real for real. I, yeah. I I was like yo there's some little tidbits here but I just need to survive fuck all that mm-hmm. but so yeah I'm I'm definitely down to go back yeah, shout out sons of the forest I, hey man when your game isn't hitting that like it's supposed to we'll talk about another one on your topic it mm-hmm. is what it is <laughs> all right moving on to the next story here some recent business news popped up that apparently Amazon have officially bought the rights to the Tomb Raider IP from the Embracer Group for a whopping $600 million, blowing out the $300 million that Embracer paid for Tomb Raider and several other IPs in their deal to take pieces of Square Enix last year. So, dang, Square Enix gave up shillings for that, and they they ended up, you know what I'm saying? Embracer got the come up. They made a flip. They made yeah. a crazy flip. So I thought so this, but... They they got a they got an IP and they freaked it uh, as Kendrick would say <laughs> they they literally it's like a uh, crazy come up that's they didn't even do anything with it they just said we own it and they were like yo you want it um I think yeah. it might have had to do with with the Last of Us being this this popular it could have been like yo we we're trying to make uh, a TV show which I think Tomb Raider could translate well depending so on. Tomb- Tomb Raider reboot, that other one with, like, some, what's her name, Vikander, didn't happen. I don't know what that was. That did yeah. not happen in my eyes. That's You're talking whatever. about the, like, the TV, sh- the, there was a remake? No, there was TV a movie. Show? There was, yeah, there was a movie. No, no, there was oh, definitely a movie. Oh, interesting. Now, it, it, in conjunction with the games, like, it looked like, it, the aesthetic looked like it was the right. game reboot. Right. It was a movie based off that, and I was like, nah, I'm yeah. cool. You can keep that. But, if they, you know what I'm saying, no, for infuse sure. a bit. If it was a TV series, it would actually go crazy. It could be I even a limited series. I think it would be pretty sick. I think it would go crazy as a limited series. I'm going to be honest with you. Like I you think get, it would actually go nuts. You get a good little six episode. But, like, that's what I think. Is, I think that's where that where that money came from. It's like, yo, maybe mm-hmm. maybe we need to lock in some IPs so that we can... Because I think they, they locked in, what, Warhammer? They locked in... Um, mm. They locked in Warhammer. They locked in God of War, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think they're just trying to build up a repertoire. Mm-hmm. They're trying to become the gaming, the gaming hub, like a TV gaming hub, which is interesting. Yeah. They, they're um, trying to, yeah, they're trying to get that, get that on. And, and, so, and with their games department as well, I know Crystal yeah, they, Dynamics they is working on the next Tomb Raider, but then they only have New World. They have like a couple other smaller things. They have things, New World. But... They have some. They have more publishing than anything. Like they have New World. Yeah. They also have um, Lost Ark. But these are games ah. that are made. They're made yeah. by. I think New World was made by Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. I could. Yeah, be wrong New World about was. That, it, but, it was a studio under them. It was a direct studio under them that, that was like fresh. Yeah, Lost Ark is from Korea, and they brought it to the states. Uh, they brought it to mm. this this hemisphere. So that wasn't like they made that. They just brought it. Um, mm-hmm. So they're yeah. they're still kind of fresh. They're still kind of hands off with it. But I mm-hmm. think that this yeah. is going to be an interesting. It's going to be interesting to see. I think that a Tomb Raider show would be sick. But that that's my idea of where we're going because they could easily just make more video games. I think the video yeah. games they don't have the Uncharted doesn't have a lane really. 
Um, so I think that they they could do they they could do with this. They could do a lot with this. One hundred percent, I agree. And it's like they have nothing but time because Uncharted is going to be like a little bit of a on a downturn. Like nothing's happening with it uh, for now. So it is what it is. Uh, they can make some good stuff with it, man. Again, on the game front, I know like with almost like ninety percent of certainty that a game will come out in the next like three or four years for Tomb Raider. Like they're gonna they're at work on it. I know Crystal Dynamics is going to be putting one out. But in terms of everything else, other IPs, like why not go for it? Why not shoot for it, man? People have been going crazy, and I. I'm telling you, if you put enough enough backing behind it, a Tomb Raider series would go crazy. It would go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Give us, give it an Angelina Jolie charm back. You know what I'm saying? The casting yeah. got to be new, of course, but you know what I mean. Like, no, 100%. Put, put the put the magic back behind the character. Put that shit in the same level of intrigue and action as like a, you know what I'm saying? Like like one of those basic basic adventure movies. You seen a literally the Uncharted movie do it? If you put if you put Laura Croft in like half of those scenes, it'll be more interesting just because the character is so. Yeah. I, I, they they got some room to work with this, but yeah, L of the week gotta go to uh, Square Enix though, cause dang, they got flea, they got fleece. <laughs> they got in a bag. <laughs> they sold it for a portion of that three hundred million. They was like, yeah, take it. We don't want it. Uh, they must be pissed looking at the news this morning, like six hundred motherfuckers. They're looking at they're looking at the developers of Final Fantasy, like yo, you better not flop, bro. <laughs> bro, sixteen. The next update for fourteen. All of it, like yeah, what's happening now? Rebirth, but a rebirth my pockets. Yeah, I need to let y'all know. Shoot, bro, that's crazy. But yeah, uh, on to the next story here. A bit of a delay for Jedi Survivor as it's been pushed back by about six weeks to April 28th, giving the studio more time to polish and put the finishing touches on the game. Just thoughts on the pushback? Take your time. Um, it sucks because we've seen so much of it so far. That's the only thing that that's the only problem. But again, if you guys you guys really need to start having faith in your developers and being like, yo, can y'all deliver? And the developers need to be straight shooters and be like, no, we can't. Mm. And just off the rip delay it. Because honestly, if that were the case, they should have never said anything at Game Awards if they were gonna mm -hmm. if they knew that this was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, more and more I I I'm agreeing with how Black Myth Wukong is going about things. They're at least giving you windows. They're like they dish. They 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 listen. They're not saying shit. They're just like, hey, hold this little gameplay. It'll come out whenever. Hold this little gameplay. It's coming out 2020, 2020 something. It's holding out summer twenty twenty four. And mm -hmm. the next time they might get more 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 like you know decrease. They're not giving you more than you can chew or more than you can expect, but at least giving you a little bit something to latch onto. So that's tough, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm liking how at least they're delivering the content and drip feeding the, the release dates and stuff. So that's cool. Um, Jedi Survivor, again, take your time. That's all I'll say. I don't care. Literally, you, dr you dropped it at even better time because that's closer to my birthday. So I won't be playing it closer to my birthday. So it is what it is. I'm fine with that. I, I'll just ask for a couple extra days off if that's the case. So do what you got to do. I have no doubt that this will be a banger. So, uh, yeah, just do what you can to pause the game. The fact that, they got granted that time anyways. You know what I'm saying? I know EA running a certain clock. They're in a yeah. very strenuous situation right now. So giving them more time to work on it like that is out the blue. Sign of the times or EA you know, actually turn a leaf on this front or they actually believe in the game so much that they allowed it that time. Uh, you know, like there's a lot of things that play into it. But in any case, we want the best Jedi survivor possible. So do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. All right, move on. Uh, moving on to the next story. Got a few new juicy details on the upcoming Resident Evil 4 remake. According to Game Informer's brand new feature, the game will have uh, side quests in the game, some brand new enemy types, a new crossbow weapon, no QTEs, uh, increased knife carrying capacity, new mechanics to use R3 uh, to command Ashley around, and also uh, basically had that direction to 
basically turned everything from the original game up to an 11. So a lot of, you know, over-the-top action and all that stuff like that, just more 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 of Resident Evil 3 in that sense. So how do you feel about uh, the new changes? Um, I think my my favorite thing was probably no more uh, quick time events. I'm not going to lie to you. I... Mm -hmm. And this is literally just a preference thing. I see cutscenes as like a little reward when I play video games. So like I like to put my controller down. I like to just enjoy the story because I play a lot of very narrative driven games. So like when I'm watching Kratos give like a heartwarming speech, I don't want to be ready to press circle to hug my kid. You know what I'm saying? So like I enjoy no QTEs uh, in, in games, but I know that like some people do. And I know that this game had a lot of those. And I know that, that it was like one of the staples of this game. But I, I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing. All, everything else seems like a really good addition. Side quest is an interesting addition, but I don't think that this will be a bad thing because it'll just in increase the longevity of this game because my concern would be like, I don't want to buy a game, beat it really quick and have nothing else to play for, nothing more. Mm -hmm. Does this game need to be extended? Maybe, maybe not. Time will tell, but I'm not, I'm not against anything that they just announced here. Yeah. I, at this point, I'm like, you know, QTEs have been a dying breed of games. It's been a dying mechanic for a long time. Like, again, like, God of War Ragnarok is really the last thing I've seen that was that has QTEs like a major game. You know Thrones what I'm saying? Thrones of the Galaxy was the only that was the last oh, one. Oh, right, the last one well. that was like important, but you can turn those off too. Like yeah, and that was a toggle option. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think Ragnarok was the only thing, and and it was loosely. You know what I'm saying? Was Ragnarok very loose. It was like I'm gonna yeah. finish this monster. Yeah, literally that. Maybe you hit R2 once to hit all the arrows and stuff on yeah. somebody. Like very very loose thing so it's been it's been pulled back a lot over the years and i think it's gonna eventually you know what i'm saying hit a very very minimal state uh with it so i'm not mad at that uh just fit it to the modern time that's cool side missions give me more enemy types give me more new crossbow sounds cool better knives more knives give me give me that uh new commands for ashley actually is good because those parts of the game are so fucking annoying oh my gosh the ashley parts used to be a pain in my ass oh my gosh Damn, girl couldn't even escape for shit, man. I'm like, damn, just, just wriggle a little bit more. Uh, anyways, that's PTSD. But that sounds good as well. Again, simple commands for it. I still can't wait for this game. Uh, again, I'm not, I'm not the horror guy, but Resident Evil 4 is one of the ones for me. So I'm still tapping in. This, this actually sounds like really, really sound changes. Shouts to them. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. I, I want to go back and play Resident Evil 2. But then the only reason I don't like the survival horror genre is just because, mm. like, man, when I run out of bullets, I'm pissed. I'm like, it's God shit, damn, bro, it's like, shit. It's shit. Feel, you feel like ass, right? Go like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna fight you. Bro, I ain't gonna get too close. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now we just, I was just here. I'm over here like <laughs> wasting. I'm over, not wasting bullets because I'm shooting zombies in the head to kill them and they don't die. And then I'm like, dog, I have no more bullets. But I know if I don't like in any real zombie world. You would make sure every zombie that you come across, you would kill it because it's going to be a problem later. Like, that's yeah, the thing later. that always be blowing me. But if I do that, I'm going to waste all my bullets and then I'm going to get hit by like a crazy spider walking dude. And I'm like, oh, dude. Yeah. But I, I definitely might tap in, even if it's on easy mode. I might tap in mm -hmm. just to know the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a hell of a time. I actually, might, I might even stream some of that. I ain't going to lie. It might be a pain in the ass, but I might stream some of that, which is crazy. Uh, moving forward. I had a report and some news coming out of the E3 camp for this year that suggesting that the big three, i.e. Xbox, Sony, and Nintendo, will not be at E3. Was reportedly no presence on the stream or the show floor. Now, each company will likely have events throughout around that time frame. Uh, for example, Xbox was planning a showcase and open floor in L.A. during E3 time, but just not at E3 uh, per their last developer direct. So, I mean, thoughts on this? E3, what's, what's happening? Um, E3 should have stayed dead. 
I said that during the the summer game awards, and I, I, I negative Nancy, but I'm not gonna lie to you. Watching the I was summer with games you. fest, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm watching summer's games fest and being like, oh, these are some pretty cool games they showed off, and then everybody being like, oh, E3 died for E3. this. Oh, E3, look at your E3 now. Look at what you look what you. This is exactly what happened with G4. Is everybody was like super gassed and. If you didn't like it, you, if you really, really wanted it back, you guys are asking for it, y'all better pull up to this E3 event, but I can already see a lot of people being like, well, I'm not going to watch it then. Well, you wanted this. Like, this is what you wanted. You don't, then keep it a stack. This isn't what you wanted. What you wanted was more news. You didn't want E3. You didn't care about E3. You cared about what E3 brought to the table. Like, that's, that's mm -hmm. what it is. Um, and this is what's annoying is like, now we have E3, and E3 is going to be whack. And now we're going to have Summer Games Fest. And the people that were going to be at Summer Games Fest are going to be at E3. So now we got to watch two conferences because you idiots couldn't just accept the fact that E3 is called something else now. It's a different event. So now I got to watch through E3 and they're going to show me some subpar games with some pretty solid ones mixed in. Then I got to watch Game Fest, uh, Summer Games Fest, which is going to have some subpar games with some pretty cool ones mixed in instead of watching one good direct with, mm. with solid games. Like now it's all diluted and we got to watch... 80 hours of people talking like bro yep. come on now come on please yeah yeah um this yeah last year was a funny time bro it said hashtag uh, it was it not not my e3 or something yeah, like that yeah, not my e3, yeah you idiots yeah yeah they, they was they was really on they was really on dicks for that and uh i was like bro it's the same thing it's yeah. literally the same exact thing and honestly it's getting even worse like barely summer game fest is barely getting shit y'all just lucky that the mountain dude dorito pope was pulling enough strings to get something on his show you know what i'm saying <laughs> y'all better thank your lucky stars for that man or else it would have been it would have been pc gamer show talking at a desk for five hours about about homeworld 87 or something like that no disrespect to homeworld but you know you know what i mean like some random like not the most top of the line triple a game that you want to hear about off the rip off the rip you know what i'm saying yeah. like a lot, a lot of things could have went wrong in South, but it's the same format, bro. It's the same exact thing. Having E3 back has no relevance to what these companies are going to do. If you guys remember correctly, Sony and them was leaving E3 before E3 died. Yeah, they was they was not showing up. Nintendo was not showing up. They didn't care. At least on the stream side, they didn't care. They started hosting their own directs, and everybody caught on. We're just going to host our own direct. We're just, yeah. just going to cut the middleman out and stop paying these fees to get on these streams when we have a bigger audience than, than this actual platform. Yeah. It's simple math at this point. You guys just got to get over it, bro. I am very fond of E3. I am very appreciative for the moments that E3 has given. I was talking, we was talking about again a random, a random game theory a while ago, and I was like, "Yo, think about all the moments that happened in certain years." 2013 E3, I literally would, I, I almost lost my mind that day because of Kingdom Hearts three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's just, there's just certain things that EA brought a magic to, but you got to acknowledge that 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 era is gone. That yeah. that era is gone, bro. You're not gonna have it all in one place anymore. Everything's going to be separated everything's going to be fragmented just because of how brands are nowadays they're big enough they're self-sustaining enough to understand that they don't need to pay this money to be on one platform to showcase their stuff when they can just do it and all the people will flock to them people who want news online they'll make it off the stuff that we do so yeah. just face facts bro it, it, it's quiet them bring it's quiet, bro. It's quiet hours for them for right now, bro. Unless they just some of them have a change of heart and decide showing up. Otherwise, you know what I'm saying? I know Capcom's on stuff like that show up and cool. That's what's up. But 
what else? What yeah. else? If the big three not showing up, that's kind of tough for anybody, any situation. This is like this is literally a pet cemetery situation, bro. You brought you brought your dog back to life, you brought your cat back to life, but look at the monster you made. Look at it's not the same. It's not the same person right now. So yeah. hey man, this is a, this on y'all. It's y'all fault. It's y'all fault. Yeah, y'all said whoever said he wanted E3 back, this is y'all fault. Congratulations. On you. <laughs> no, hey. All right, moving into the trailer trove, we got the section that we got more watchable media and such. Uh, wanted to uh, just double check this. Oh my gosh, hold on, I'll get it off the VOD. I wasn't recording this. Damn, I hate it here. <laughs> this is why we got live streams, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Ah, oh, calm minds. Anyways, into the trailer trope. The section with much more watchable media and stuff. The uh, TV series, the animes, and all that good stuff. Um, first and foremost, let's talk about Netflix, man. They aren't the place for love anymore, guys. Apparently, uh, they they dropped kind of like a shadow bombshell that's potentially their new anti-password sharing policy. So it stated in an article that they dropped on their website that every month the device that you're using Netflix on it has to be logged in on your home network or it will be. Uh, you know, basically just banned. It'll be blocked. It'll be out of there. And you have to do it every 31 days, you know what I'm saying, to just to reconnect to your home network or else you're not using that device anymore. Currently being tested in a few South American countries. People caught on to this and they were like, what the hell is this? And they've been cooking Netflix for actual days now. It's been several days since this has happened. And they just like, yeah, um, we don't know what happened. That was an error on the site. And they, they took it down. They took it yeah. down. They, they they didn't say nothing of it. So are we getting the policy? Maybe. They're testing out ways to cut out that middleman for sharing passwords, though. They are definitely putting something on the operating table to see if it fits. So, uh, when how do you feel about uh, Netflix moving how they move? Uh, Netflix needs to learn how to make money because, like, they. I feel like Netflix had one good idea, which was let's make uh, movies streamable. And that was the best idea they had, and they've been riding on those coattails for a while. And then they, and then they, the next idea was like, let's make Stranger Things. Like, I feel like they, they make one really big leap, and then find ways to step themselves back because they had a mm. lead in the content sharing the streaming space. And oh, wow. look at where wow. we are now. There was so much. They had so much. They literally created the genre. Mm-hmm. And they're not and they're even cooked. Yeah, like you ask people right now, what's your favorite streaming platform? A lot of Disney people, plus, Disney Plus and HBO Max, like one of those two. They're not saying they're not saying saying Netflix. The people who are saying Netflix only use Netflix. They're not really. Facts. They're like, oh, I just don't feel like paying for Hulu or whatever. Facts. Like, and, and you don't have a you don't have a friend's password, my friend. You yeah. don't have that. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're you're slack. It's 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 nuts. And the thing is that like this whole like we're gonna cut back on on password sharing. I don't know why you would announce that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know why you didn't just make it a secret update that just started happening, um, because reg- this was stupid, um, and giving a date was stupid, because that we're gonna be making fun of you until that date, and now here you are on the date, and now it got pulled back. Like you guys are, I don't know, I don't know. Um, I guess that I guess, bro, just keep making like Netflix. You guys are just messing up, man. I don't even know what to say anymore. Uh, there's no defending you guys. Like when people say Netflix sucks, I'm just kind of just like, yeah, no, I, I, I see that. I see that. If somebody mm-hmm. says like, yo, HBO Max is garbage. I'm like, bro, but have you seen The Last of Us? Like that's like a knee jerk reaction. When people say, yo, Netflix, I'm, I'm going to cancel my Netflix subscription. I'm like, I feel that. <laughs> like that's yeah. as much as I can say. Like, 
Like that's it's crazy. There's not there's not much you can contest with that. I ain't gonna lie. Like, hey, listen, Netflix used to have them joints on there, but like now it's like, yo, I I don't know if I can defend you like that. Mm-hmm. I know I won't. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? At some at some point, I'm just like, listen, if if it comes to that and you really trying to take passwords and I'm not feeling it, I'm gonna just start counting and I'll stop wherever I stop. But it's gonna be pretty early in in that one to ten if you get my drift. You know what I'm saying? You can you could. If you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Don't go past five and maybe erase four. But you know what I mean. Uh, it's, it's whatever, man. Netflix is going to do what they do, bro. But I have a contingency plan for whatever. I'm going to watch my shows if I need to. Facts. There are ways of mm-hmm. getting around things. I'm just I'm just saying, bro, just start counting and stop before four. That's all. That's all. That's all. Allegedly. 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 Uh, all right. Moving down the list here. Uh, so Eddie Murphy's been on a media run lately, taking a lot of interviews and uh, uh, with different publications and got a question concerning whether he will return to the Shrek franchise as Donkey and was very positive in response, actually, and even took it a step further. Not only did he say he would return any time to the franchise, but was quoted saying they did Puss in Boots movies. They should have did a Donkey movie, man. Donkey is funnier than Puss in Boots, you know what I'm saying, with the utmost uh, with the utmost confidence in his voice, but he was kind of ribbing though, but still, you know what I'm saying? The quote was out there, but the door's kind of open. It seems, I mean, thoughts on maybe donkey return to, to the franchise. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. Um, I'm happy to see Eddie Murphy in movies. Uh, again, I feel like he took a huge break. In which period. I, yeah. I, I think, Facts. It's, I think it's a good thing to see him back in movies. I also like, I'm happy he took that break because like at one point Eddie Murphy 100%. was in like every movie. Um, yeah. and he, I'm happy that he was able to go, go live life. Mm-hmm. But factuals. Do I want a Shrek spinoff? No. Uh, I didn't even want the Piss and Boots movie. But now hearing so many good things, I have to go watch that movie. I heard it was, I heard it was gas. I heard it was insane. Yes. But besides the point, do I want another Shrek spinoff? Not really. I feel like they they I I like the franchise, but I didn't watch past two because I was like, okay, we're getting a little ridiculous now. Um, actually, no. I think I saw three too. I think I saw three. Uh-huh. But and the third, the third wasn't even that bad. The third was actually decent. I'm sorry. People say what they need to say. The fourth, whatever. I don't care about the fourth. But that, that, that. I think I saw the third, and I, I don't think I hated it. But like when I got to like four, I was like, no. yeah, four, I'm, four I'm was like, all right, we're pushing now. it. Yeah, <laughs> four, four was put, four was death pushing it. I was like, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm out of there. But everything else besides four was decent. Y'all can't, y'all can't claim on that. The Puss and Boots movie was decent. The first yeah. one was decent. Uh, the first three Shrek movies was fire. I don't care what nobody says. All three cook crack. You know what I'm saying? Two, one, and then three in that order. But yes. Yeah, I think it's... I would like to see Eddie Murphy in more movies, but uh, do I want another Shrek movie? No, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I hear it. Uh, honestly, honestly, I'm gonna be real. If if we have Donkey, we would need to have somebody else in there. Like, I don't know. He would have to have somebody next to him to be in a movie. Mm-hmm. I, that's just my personal opinion. He would have to have somebody next to him. Now, if it was Puss and Donkey in a movie, I feel like that would be a crack. That would be a very, very well-balanced movie. Because yes. you've already had the staying power of Puss and Boots in the franchise. He can stand on his own, too. That's his series. He, he's done what he does. I haven't seen the end of the... I haven't seen the, the Puss and Boots movie, so I don't know what happens to them. But I'm saying, from an IP standpoint, having them two next to each other, who generally didn't even like each other, yeah, it's a good chemistry between both of them in, in the in the movies. So them on like a buddy cop type beat, literally Beverly Hills Cop on a buddy cop type beat in the Shrek universe, like that would be kind of fire. I, I just think personally as 85% of a comedic character that, that Donkey is, 
you would need to have somebody next to him to balance it out or at least give him a little bit of breath to jump in and out. And somebody else has the comedy, like the weight of it, the, the brunt of it in a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's hard for him to play all roles. Like, Puss in Boots can do that because I think they gave him the room to off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To convey other emotion besides the comedic side of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think Donkey did too, but in a much lesser degree than, uh, than Puss in Boots. But that pairing... That would be perfect for for Donkey to come back in. That's my personal opinion. One thousand percent. Yeah, no, nah, I hear it. I hear it. All right. Um, so next story here on the trailer trope. PS Five kicked off a brand new ad campaign titled "Live from PS 5 styling some of the experiences on tap from Sony in a news format. Even had like a giant Leviathan axe uh, somewhere in London, which was cool to see. Uh, Keen, did you see it? Yeah, no, he definitely saw something. Word, word. Okay, okay. He has not. He has not like blinked once this whole podcast, which is crazy. You know, so he's probably <laughs> saw something. But anyways, uh, some inquisitive audience members noticed a part of the footage that had a young woman in the cave eyeing down some artifact and blowing dust off it, and have speculated that it could be uncharted. But a whole new arc with a female protagonist, which potentially could be the daughter of Nathan Drake and Elena, Elena Fisher, Cassie. Now this made me run back in my head and think of two specific things. One, the ending of Uncharted definitely did leave off with Cassie, that the little teenage girl. She found what she found out what Nathan Drake and Elena did before with all the artifacts in their house. She found out about all the historical stuff and probably started asking questions. That's probably a likely story. And two, Naughty Dog said they moved on from the IP. That didn't necessarily mean the IP is dead. And if I know PlayStation... Like I've understand, like I'm understanding PlayStation. They're not leaving a breadwinner to rest for too damn long. So this could be a dangerously high likelihood that the IP will definitely continue, probably with the new studio and more uncharted. So thoughts on this. Um I'm I'm happy to get to be the pessimist again. Um <laughs> I do not think that I do not think that, that is a, a PlayStation trait of being like, oh. This franchise, you can't forget this for too long. I think, I think the Sly fans, the infamous no, 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 no. fans, the uh, no, 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 no. You got You got You got to hear my the caveat though. The caveat: successful franchises. I mean, not in terms of critical reception, money, money, money. Let me, let me qualify. Let me qualify. Wait, 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 wait. No, I didn't this be is like going that. Going on the internet. I just nah, hope you shut, know. Up, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit this clip myself. I will not let King post this. I will not let King post this ever. Oh. Uh, from a monetary standpoint, they've already done an Uncharted movie. They've already done a, a whole series and everything like that. C- commercially, commercially, it is a very successful IP. PlayStation, in the way that they are now, would never let that die. They would never, ever let that go away. No matter how much you think they c- it can be laid to rest, PlayStation is PlayStation, and the game is the game. They're going to put that somewhere, so I can see this happening. I, I see a very high likelihood of them pushing it to somewhere, maybe another internal studio, well, definitely another internal studio. I don't know if it's going to be like just Sony Interactive Entertainment or something, like that, or something, something. But it's not dead. That's all I'm saying. But I ain't mean like that. I ain't mean like that. All right, well, you heard it here first, folks. Um, if your game, if your game sucks like Sly Cooper and Infamous, uh, it's not, it's not going to get another game. <laughs> Oh man, but no, that is crazy. <laughs> I don't, I don't think we're gonna get another Uncharted. Um, maybe an Uncharted TV show, but I don't think we're no, nah, not even a TV show because we got the movies. I don't think we're gonna get any Uncharted uh, anytime soon. And I just want that to be true because I, I think that it stopped at a really, really good point. 
Um, and I don't think that IP needs another one, especially with Tomb Raider still floating around. Mm-mm, yeah, I I agree. But then there, there's just a slight, the slight concept that Sony really just don't care about what's happening everywhere else. They're just going to do shit because they like to do shit and they like making money at some point. So within their bounds of reason, I feel like, I feel like it's, it's going to be a, a probability, not a possibility that this shit will come back. I just want a certain buffer of time. Like give me like five, six years. Give me five years for another Uncharted, please. Just let me let, let my mind forget about Uncharted for a little bit and just start to reminisce about the old times and then bring a new one forward. I will be fine with that. You can live your life. I, I will accept that. But knowing how Sony is, we're going to get this shit in 2024. It's coming out in 2024 and it's going to come out with a brand new movie. You know what I'm saying? The protag going to have the merchandise, all that stuff loaded up, ready to roll. And ah, we're in for it. We're in for it. So it's going to be a fun time, I guess. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, again, I, and, and Christine is again. I like Uncharted. I'm not opposed to Uncharted, but like, damn, just I let, let it rest. I I actually do, bro. I actually do. But I just want to let it rest for like five, ten minutes or years. But like, you know what I mean? Like, you let a game rest for six years. That game is not coming back. I and I could be wrong. Let let us know in the comment section of nah. games that went out of that went out six nah. years ago yeah. and came back and are still popular. I could be wrong. The only game that you could do that nah. is GTA. Yeah, GTA, yeah, GTA was one. Uh shit, 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 shit. Now you're gonna make me think. Fuck, fuck, fuck. What games went out for like six years and, and didn't come back? Let us know um, in the comment section. You could technically say that Halo 3 and then Halo Infinite, because I did not really check in for Halo 4 or 5. That uh, does not count. <laughs> if there's a halo fuck. between those games, fuck. does not count. <laughs> fuck. Uh, <laughs> all right. Damn. Uh, come on. All right. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. Damn. 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 All right. All right. All right. It's fine. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> we'll be on to the last story of the trailer trove, and we got a whopper. Uh, this week, all of the DC masses they huddled around James Gunn's Twitter account. Uh, as the next slate of DCU movies in the overhaul and news on the general direction of the IPs were given out. Now, a lot of information was given in this. It was like a five, six minute video. So bear with me here. He dropped the first bombshell on the continuity and clear labeling of other projects. First and foremost, as he announced that projects in Matt Reeves, Batman saga, Todd Phillips, Joker movies, and other outside projects will be clearly labeled as DC Elseworlds existing outside of the main continuity of its own. He then ran down the list of, of the upcoming projects that will be set in some order and uh, kick off the DCU, including the already announced projects, which would be Shazam Fury of the Gods, which ties directly into the DCU. And Shazam will apparently probably still be in by the news of this. The Flash, which is still set to reset everything, and that's going on as scheduled, which is crazy. Ezra Miller, I don't know how he's still there, whatever. Blue Beetle, which is still set to be coming out next year, and Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which should be the last of the already announced projects, which takes us into chapter one, Gods and Monsters of the DCU arc, so to speak. That's what it was labeled as. So 
We had a few, more than a few shows, actually a good handful, starting with Creature Commandos, uh, which is going to be a military group of military superhumans. Usually they fall in the 80s, but now it was adapted to fight in the modern day. Had a weasel from Suicide Squad, Nina Marzuski, Eric, Eric Frankenstein, and the Bride of Frankenstein, Rick Flagg's father, and a whole lot more. It was slated to be animated, but has the potential for those same voice actors to pop up in live action later projects as well. Uh, next up, we had the show Waller, which is going to be a live action series set between Peacemaker season one and two, with a main character, of course, played by Viola Davis. We'll team up with members of Team Peacemaker to do some wild, crazy, off-the-wall stuff. Uh, next up, we had Superman Legacy, which was dubbed as the true start to the DCU, written by James Gunn, focusing on a much younger Clark Kent trying to balance all of it in the world, his heritage, being a human among Earth, and all that good stuff like that coming July 11, 2025. Next up, we had Lanterns, an HBO Live Max, an HBO Max live action series, excuse me, featuring John Stewart and Hal Jordan doing their thing, kind of a true detective style uh, type of delivery on the screen. Has a mystery that's apparently connected to a bigger DCU story. Going to be interesting to see that. Next up, we had The Authority, which is going to be a feature film focused on a group of more the great heroes that look to solve things by any means, any means necessary that are based on the marvelous Wildstorm character roster. Next, we have Paradise Lost, which will be a TV series based on Themyscira or Paradise Island the home of the Amazonians with some flavor of Game of Thrones slash Westerosi vibes in that show. Next up, we had The Brave and the Bold, which will be DCU's introduction of a Batman and the Bat family with his son Damian Wayne, a.k.a. Robin, being an active component in the film based on Grant Morrison's Batman run, which could potentially have ties to Talia Al Ghul, all that good stuff like that, League of Shadows. Next up, we had Booster Gold. Uh, also, side note, your reactions to all this shit is hilarious when. Uh, Booster Gold is a TV series about a hero who takes tech from the future and brings it into the present day, trying to be a hero and loved by all, but he's like, losers eye vibes like it's gonna be a pretty comedic show from the sound of it next up we had supergirl woman of tomorrow which is gonna center in on kara zor-el or clark's cousin supergirl which aims to be a much more hardcore contrast to the superman that we'll see in the dcu and lastly we had swamp thing which is gonna be a dark horror film that speaks to the origins of the character so this is labeled as dc elseworlds apparently but it will have some things that will lead directly into dcu plot lines and last point that we got was uh basically james gunn said that Characters signing on to DCU actor jobs, they will be aligned through all forms of media. So the same characters that will be in the films, they'll be in the, the TV shows, they'll be voice acting the characters and games and animated series. They're going to be continuity all across those lines. So thoughts on all the new structure, all the bounds, the new projects, when that's a lot of stuff. That's my problem. Um, I think I think that was too much. I think half of that would have been like sufficed. Um, there's There's a lot. There's a lot going on here, and you're telling us all this right now. I know Marvel does it, and I know, but they're also like, when Marvel announces Phase Four, we're they like, at least had the they at least had the PowerPoint slide. No, when they announce Phase Four, we're in Phase Three, so we have a lot to watch mm. before we get to Phase Four. Like, I'm not, I'm never worried about mm. when the next Marvel movie's coming True. out because I know I got at least a year of Marvel before the next stuff comes. Oh god, this is a lot of stuff. James Gunn, chill out, bro. <laughs> um so the one thing that stood out to me was uh Damian Wayne is gonna be Red Robin. Is that he's, what, he's, what was on there? He's gonna be Robin. Yum. He's gonna be Robin. Okay, because if he's not if he's Red Robin, then I'm already pissed because he's not supposed to be Red Robin. That's supposed to be No, 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 no. He's gonna be Robin. Robin. Oh, my, okay, fault, okay. my fault. No, just regular Robin. My All fault. Right, I thought uh, you said I thought you were joking. I thought you were talking about Red Robin no, like the no, food, no, nigga. No, I was no, like no, no. There is like, a what, Red what, Robin. What, That's why. I was yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. Whoa. I was like, what? What does Red Robin or the restaurant Red Robin have to do with this? Nah, <laughs> no, just no, regular, no. regular Robin, my regular bad, Robin. No, no, no. Baby no. the Bold, 
I actually there was a Brave and the Bold uh, TV show that I actually really really enjoyed because it Brave and the Bold was fire. Yeah, it was so good, but people did not watch it. Um, that game that was such a good show, and it, it introduced me to a lot of the DC world. I think that there's a lot of Facts. good in here. A lot of things I'm a little concerned about. Uh, Green Lantern TV show is an interesting, uh, an interesting idea. I'm not against it, but um, that's we going we going we going to fight, man. That's that's fight. That's it's it's just the fact of like CGI. That's my only concern. I know, like, I know. That's my only gripe as well. It's I like know. that's my only concern is like, what's this gonna look like? Um, especially with all these projects you guys are doing. I'm assuming simultaneously, like, where are the budget? What's the the money coming from? Like Jesus. Um, I like the idea that everybody's gonna have the continuity along everything. The only issue I have with the continuity is just like. What if we get another? Ezra, what if you hire another Ezra Miller, and now everything has to get put Every, on hold? Like, yeah, all that has to get put on hold because you got to find another Flash. Um, I don't think we need that much continuity. Like, I'm fine with my video games not being the same as my movies because another problem I have is like, what happens if I get too somebody gets too old? What if like Pat uh uh Patterson fucking takes it? Yeah, he's ba- too yeah. old to play I Batman. Is he still gonna do the voices like or? How? What if he doesn't want to do Batman anymore after three movies? Like, am I? Are we gonna get a new Batman after three? Like, you don't need continuity for everything. Um, I think like hiring yeah. a voice actor for Batman to do all the Batman stuff that requires a voice actor is good mm-hmm. enough than having like let's hire this person who's gonna be the t- the face in the in the suit, all that. I'm gonna let him rock. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let him cook. Um, I have some faith in James Gunn. Uh, he hasn't really proven me wrong. Um, except for maybe. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 I wasn't a big fan of but yeah, like he, nothing but it ever wasn't really the worst thing. Yeah, it wasn't the worst thing either. Like he hasn't really he be cooking, he be cooking. So I'm going to let him I'm going to let him rock. Um mm. there's just too much being announced right now that I I kind of need them to like like you announcing a Wonder Woman uh Game of Thrones-esque TV show is not as hype as you think it is because I don't mm. know what your Wonder Woman's going to be like. If it's like the Gal Gadot thing, I'm not watching it. I didn't watch the yeah, second I'm, movie I'm, like that movie wasn't that good to forget one. Yeah, I I completely regret that I watched it. Yeah, like I'm I like and like you can give me hype with these names, but you guys have dragged these names through the mud. I don't like mm-hmm. seeing seeing Swamp Thing isn't going to make me excited because I like Swamp Thing. It's going to make me think like are you going to ruin Swamp Thing? Cuz that's kind of like your yeah. that's what we've been your seeing track so far. Yeah. Mhm. I hear it. I hear it. And it's it's up to them to be very upfront and very transparent about the footage, the the uh, scheduling, the structure, all that stuff. I feel like, in my opinion, they're going to get the most flack, but this is the right way to go instead of just being all in the dark with it. Because the more questions DCU has, the more doubt will be cast over projects to get drip fed one by one instead of at least bulk loading them. So... I think this is, you know, regardless of ex- regardless of execution in the projects or not, like whatever's filming right now or not, I think at least in terms of public perception wise or reception, that is the best way to go about it for them. They need to show show more than they tell. You know what I'm saying? They need to show more than they tell. They're in the, they're on the back foot. They need to get a lot of momentum back. And announcing projects at least is a good first step to temper expectations of what people might see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do agree. It's a hell of a lot in this first part. And he said this is only the first part. First, the first like part of the first chapter so i was like damn there's a lot more to come so i'm like golly i don't know how you i'm not watching this it's crazy it's crazy but i will say this at least dc has some form of structure because how he was doing it before is 
ridiculous. At this point, wanting to sweep the slate clean and making it happen, 100%, I, I agree with. Putting something like this with its actual flow that goes directly into this movie, directly into that movie, a lot of differing perspectives to build out this world is good. Because people are going to do I know people are going to do several things. If you announce this ahead of time, I feel like, it, it, again, temporary expectations is really important for this, especially for a lot of these series, because I I barely know Creature, uh, Creature Commandos. I barely know that. I do not know Booster Gold whatsoever. But the fact that you announce these things ahead of time, especially for the more unknown characters, at least gives people some type of palatable window to say, oh, let me Google who this is. Let me do this, you know, do this here. So if you if you're doing it in like a short time span, like you're dropping it like two weeks and say, hey, this just shows coming out and you drop it two weeks later, people are barely going to have time to get themselves hyped up for it, get expectations on what they're going to see. Aside from like the, the super, you know, the, the, the crazy ass nerds that already know who Booster Gold is from like 1976 or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the structure and how they're doing it, I feel is helpful. Go ahead. Right. No, I was gonna say I know Booster Gold, but I'm not a nerd. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exceptions, exceptions, exceptions. We can make exceptions. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? You, the, I know the, what you mean. The, the, the principle's there. This the, the casual does not know because they're not as tapped in. It varies yes. from person to person, but I feel like the yes. general audience, especially DC watchers, especially yeah. people that went to go see The Rock for for um Black Adam instead of just see Black Adam. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's gonna be hard for them to get their expectations right where the money is. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna be hard for them to level set what they're looking to see unless you drop it ahead of time and give them that marker. So I think that's good. Yeah. The amount of shows, the differing shows, I just want them to be different. I want them to have enough of a different feel. It looked like for, I I didn't mention the directors in the show notes, but they had a couple of different directors on this. Of course, James gonna write in a couple of stories himself, but it looks like there's enough of a very perspective and tone to each of these projects. This is the one thing I want with DC. If you have the chance to meld it down the line and make a connected story with all these different things, cool. But I want these projects to be able to stand alone and have enough of a distinct difference in how they operate. I don't want the Waller show to feel like Lanterns, and I don't want the Waller show to feel like Booster Gold at all. I don't want Booster Gold to feel like Peacemaker. I want very, very distinct things. A problem that has been cited with Marvel time and time again while the characters okay are, are always good, sometimes people complain about the tone of all that because they feel like, oh, it's all just sing-songy Marvel stuff for six episodes. Nothing really ever feels truly different. It feels like it's like they, they take a step uh, foot outside the house, but they're still in the house. I want different houses in the same in the same neighborhood. And then when we come together on these big movies, we all meet up at the playground or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. being able to have that difference in tonality and presentation to some degree some degree presentation but most most importantly tonality and just how you present that story and how you present the characters i need that to be chief i need that to be priority number one make it feel like you're getting something different every time out instead of the same cookie cutter stuff for that cool um let me see everything else besides this um cool i'm excited for the Walter series honestly because viola davis is a beast she's amazing so she gonna cook whatever she does superman i am very cautious about just I I don't know what Superman we're gonna get, you know what I'm saying? I've I've seen a lot of uh just talk from James Gunn. He was talking about like how Superman should be portrayed and like a lot of different I guess a lot of different iterations. And he's leaning towards something that we haven't seen in the movies in a while. Like again, like from what he's retweeting and, and talking about and commenting on, it seems like we want to get that more like the more hopeful Superman, a little bit more of a very character, something like what we saw in Justice League Unlimited and Justice League and just 
those types of shows, which is fantastic. I think it's going to be hard to translate it and make people want, buy into it, especially nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes some people just want the super gritty, crazy ass stuff. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he wears tights. Maybe he doesn't wear tights. Like there's a lot of decisions to be made, but I think it might go in a direction that I like, especially if they're going to like make, make um what's it called supergirl super hardcore like she's gonna be like off the wall batshit crazy she's gonna be super violent or whatnot and clark gotta pull her back and teach her the way like you know in justice league unlimited like kind of take the trauma off her yeah. like there's there's definitely uh stakes to be stakes to be laid down for that but i'm interested to see how that turns out lanterns i think if the cgi is good that's gonna be crack john stewart in live action that's all I need. Make sure the CGI is good on this damn show so Jon Stewart can look good or we will have some problems. That's all I got to say on that. I'm most excited for that, obviously. Um, rest of the shows look pretty cool. Brave and the Bold, I'm interested to see. Um, all this stuff uh, looks pretty interesting, honestly. There's enough variety in this to where I think we'll cover a lot of bases. The most important thing I will note is that they listened to my advice. They left Matt Reeves the fuck alone. They left him alone. They left him to his own devices. They said, Elseworlds, it's your own thing. You got it, pal. That's all you, buddy. <laughs> you, you, you have fun over there. Leave him the fuck alone and let him cook crack. That's all I needed y'all to do. That's that's my baseline. That was my very minimum requirement. And they, they've knocked that out the park. This is all I needed them to ever do. And I think they're starting off on a great foot. That's just me personally. But I think this could be the start of something that's very strong for them. They just have to deliver something different in these projects and they have to stay consistent with the structure. Keep building, keep everything mainline, streamlined as possible. And I think DC could be on the track to recovery in the next decade. So, you know, that's how I feel. All right. All right. Moving out of the trailer truck, because that was a long ass section. Good Lord. Uh, I blame DC for that. The last main stories here. Uh, had a statement from Philly Spencer Xbox on last year's performance as he stated our commitment to our fans that we need to have a steady release of great games that people can play on our platforms. And we didn't do enough of that in 2022. There's no doubt. And fundamentally that's on me. I'm the head of the business. So, I mean, that he kind of just held the L for himself and the whole brand for real. I mean, he, where's the lie, but you know what I'm saying? I but not I, taking that out. I would have not. I, I, you wouldn't. You would have. Batman couldn't have got me to take that out. <laughs> I would have been like, bro, I'm out here trying to. I'm fighting against multiple different continental. I'm fighting for my like, life. I'm trying to get this acquisition to go through. I'm fighting like many different countries, people who I didn't even know how to say in this. Like, I don't speak Portuguese, but I'm arguing uh, with Brazil on the son, phone. Brazil to get to get this thing to go through, and you're telling me I didn't bring enough games to Xbox. How many games are on Xbox before me? Exactly. Bro, this I, this man. This man had to call up Vin Diesel while he was working on Arc 2. He was like, yo, remember in Fast when you was in Brazil for like five minutes? Can you translate for me, dog? Bro. I swear, they they, they they saying something crazy for me. Like, I, <laughs> I understand Phil Spencer's like, yo, he's literally just trying to be the best man he can, bro. But I would not take this L. There's some, bu- there's some bullets that are just not necessary to take. Bro, like, he, it's not his fault that Halo sucks. That's that's 343's fault. That's not That's not his fault. It's not his fault. That like the games that are Xbox exclusive and all that, like they're not as good as you would want them to be. Like, yo, it it is what it is. Like, I'm I'm trying to get more people to come to Xbox. Like, that's what I am outreach. I'm trying to get people to come here 
what they do while they're here, I can't control that and find more people. Oof. Now, if Phil Spencer said, I'm going to be, I'm going to stop buying stuff and I'm going to start watching them. That's a different story. You could say that, mm. but like, I think he's already doing a lot. Um, but I, again, I'm still, I'm still a Sony fanboy. So like, like I know, yeah, Xbox don't really got nothing for them. Game pass is great. But like, if you took away Game Pass, I'd be like, yeah, Xbox is pretty dead right now. But the thing is, you mm. can't take away Game Pass because it's good. It's there. It's cooking. So like, I understand. I do think that 2022 wasn't the strongest year for Xbox. I think, I think he's kind of laying the groundwork. I think one more bad year of Xbox, and then we're gonna get some crazy years in Xbox. And maybe, and that one extra year is just me being like generous, Too conservative. Yeah, like yeah. he he could blow us out the water this year. But like, I don't think I honestly eh, don't. Think, I don't think so. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really excited for much coming out this year. But like, I'm saying like 2024. Mm-hmm. He could 2024, have, 2025. He could be setting up the groundwork for like insane years to come. So like, Facts. even though it was an L, gamers have to be patient regardless. Like, you got a backlog. There's a bunch of games on Game Pass. If you got an Xbox, bro, you have one mm-hmm. of the most, one of the biggest values in gaming, ever. Like for 15 bucks, you get all. You don't need to even never need to buy games on your console anymore. So like mm-hmm. I don't know I I don't think that that 2022 I don't think he can really have a bad year as long as Game Pass is still good. Facts, I agree. And again, the little the, the, right for right now, it's a game of inches. You have to basically scrap for every little piece of rapport that you can build. And Hi-Fi Rush has bought you a lot of those. Hi-Fi Rush has bought you a lot of things like that where you you can drop a, a banger out of nowhere like that. Again, it's not doesn't have to be the biggest release, but it's something that everybody loved. Something that everybody was on to. So having those little wins here and there, they'll add up. And when you can load up the cannon for those big, big pushes, like I don't know how much skin Starfield is going to get you in the game. I don't know how much skin Redfall is going to get you in the game. I don't know because there's big expectation on it. So it's going to be like high risk, high reward. Like, you know, it could go one way or the other. But having those little things, keeping the value of Xbox Game Pass high, you know what I'm saying? Having those drops, like Monster, was it Monster Hunter is going to be on Game Pass? Monster Hunter is already year? on Game Pass. Monster Hunter is already out on-, on Game Pass. Um, I think the next game that's coming out on Game Pass, uh, if I, I have it up right Wolong. now. Wolong. Wolong, Wolong coming is March. coming. Uh, Atomic Heart on the 21st. Um, Atomic Heart. And uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed, uh, a big, a big, a sleeper. Which is, some which is still crack. You know what I'm saying? It's still, come on. With, uh, beat that. Beat that. For real. It's crazy value. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no. It's like they have to just keep building on the small wins and they have to lean on the Game Pass until those heavy hitters are ready to go. They like Game Pass has shown it can sustain, it can it can report value and it can sustain that pressure for a good amount of a good amount of time. I feel like 2023 is gonna be like another like, hey, we're testing the waters with some of the stuff that we're cooking. Like we have a couple of big bangers that we think are gonna go crazy, but we gotta see what people are feeling with the star feel, with the red fall and stuff like that. 2024, 2025, I agree with you, is going to be probably the biggest turnaround for i think the gaming industry in general because it just momentum is going to build off of this year i think 2025 2026 we're probably going to see the most games we've seen off of gaming in history just because of the bounce back and how in demand stuff will be because of bouncing from the pandemic and stuff like that uh i think that's a thing uh also just for xbox's sake that's when their heaviest hitters i think are going to come through Think about perfect dark is going to be on the back burner for a while but 2026 2027 might be a, an ideal date for it Elder Scrolls, whenever that game comes out, they're going to be putting pre-production work in it now. But when they get cooking on it, everybody's going to be, everybody in the mom going to be breaking a back for, for Elder Scrolls, just off the name value. I don't care what you say. I don't care what heat you want to give or not. Elder Scrolls has weight. 
and it, people will look for that. And experiences like that, they might drop another Gears of War. I have no idea. But Gears of War has been out the loop for a while. Seeing that back might be, boost some numbers. You never know. So this year, I'm not expecting the craziest thing. I'm just expecting Redfall and um, Redfall and Starfield to be somewhat decent, to be 6 or 7 out of 10. That's my expectation for them, honestly. But I think the most expectation out of the Xbox brand has to be has to come from Game Pass steadily releasing stuff on day one, having that value and keeping it up, and again, dropping that, those day one big valuable bombs throughout the year consistently. That's what that's the this game plan you need to stick with. The small wins led by Xbox Game Pass, you can at least buy yourself some time for those big releases in the future. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, man. We spin games to you, Philly. We spin games to you, bro. Get us on the team. I ain't gonna lie, man. Might need some strategy advice. We got you, bro. We could definitely we could definitely advise some strategy, man. Hit us up. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, bro. You listen, man. That that for that that force of motorsport. Cut it. No, no, I'm sure. I'd be like, listen, there's only one name you need to worry about, Phil. Kojima. <laughs> Get him on the line. Death he's, already, he's already making the game for us. Make him the two. Do it, do it again. Put him on the line again. Death Stranding five. But we didn't even drop three. Like, hey, don't don't no. worry about it. He'll make it make sense. If anybody <laughs> can do it, it'll be him. <laughs> Oh, shit, man. All right, man. Moving on to the next story here. Had a new report come out this week stating that Mario Baseball is set to come uh, come back into the fold. Uh, it's in the works, apparently, so we could be seeing some version of Sluggers back uh, in a new light on the Switch. How are we feeling about this? Uh, I feel like fuck you for putting this on the list because uh, this is not this is not true at all. I don't believe this one bit. <laughs> so uh, I don't appreciate this 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 tomfoolery you got going on in the show notes. <laughs> but I'd appreciate it if you cease. <laughs> you, or you're gonna hear from my lawyers. <laughs> oh God. Oh man! Oh gosh, my ribs! Oh, that <laughs> would Mario okay. Baseball be good on the Switch? Yeah, no, it'd be the greatest thing that would happen to that that console. Will it happen? Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, this game's gonna come out bundled with the new Star Fox game. It's gonna be insane. Oh, oh, that's crazy! Wow, you had to put Star Fox in there like that. You had to put Star Fox in there like that, bro. Oh gosh, listen, this is my only thing. Even if you were. You know what I'm saying? Full on making a, a new Mario game, a new Mario baseball, sluggers, whatever you whatever you call it. Why would I care after I saw how you did Mario Strikers? I, why would I care? You just did my homeboy crazy. Why would I want to get into that? Why would I want to sign on again? You just did him wild. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Everybody would be absolutely right for not, for not buying it if it was done with the same quality as Strikers. But I'd definitely be you, playing it. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. Even if it's just exhibition matches, I'd be like, I don't know. This is kind of. It's still bad. Like, don't get me wrong. What they did to Strikers was whack. Like, that game is not as good. That game is not good. Um, but this is something really near, near and dear to my heart. I love this franchise. But I, I, I honestly don't even know if I would want a new game because they haven't been good with their sports games in a while. Like, they've been doing very bare in minimums. In general. In general. And it's just kind of sad. Like, I don't, I'm spending $60 on a game and you can't even give me a little, like the, the one that had the best story mode was Mario Golf. Like that, that's mm-hmm. the one that had the best story mode. And that wasn't even like, they didn't even do a lot. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. even the best, like ever. Like it was just like, hey, we're actually going to give you progression and like reasons to go do things. Mario mm-hmm. Strikers was like, here's CPU matches, go nuts. Like, all right, cool. 
no unlockables, no nothing. Just just swiping. Shit is wild, bro. Oh my gosh, bro. That that uh, I I want to I want to invoke your lawyer, so I'm gonna stop doing that. But that's hilarious. Oh my gosh, man. Fuck them for how they did Mario Strikers, yeah. bro. That shit. Oh my gosh. Ah. Uh, anyways, moving forward. Damn you, Nintendo. <laughs> After a great reception for the Dead Space remake, Motive Studios are hoping to tap in more with Dead Space. As senior producer Phil Ducarme stated, the, their ideas, you know, that's for sure. We'll have those discussions with EA to say, well, what's next? So what should be the plan for Dead Space after such a good reception on the remake? Um, I definitely think they should go the Dead Space 3 route because it was very well received. Um, full co-op. No, I'm kidding. I think that they should explore co-op again. I was like, three? <laughs> Someone <laughs> in my head was like... <laughs> no, I think I think they should definitely... I haven't played it yet. I downloaded it. It's on the PlayStation. I'm debating if I want to start it soon or not. I haven't, I haven't streamed since... The last time I streamed was the last podcast. Like, I haven't even streamed in a while. I've been doing a lot. But I definitely really try to get tapped back into this franchise. I really loved it. I think a good remake of two would put them over the edge. Like I think cause two was phenomenally yeah. well received. Yeah. Everybody loved two. Yeah. You ain't got, you ain't got to do too much with two. Just again, do exactly what you did for Death Space one, do it to two. Yeah. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and say that, um, a good remake of two. And then like, I, if they want to do the co-op thing again, cause I don't think it was a bad idea. I think it was just not a main title thing. I Overhaul think, story. Yeah. Overhaul I, the story. I think they should no. I don't think they should remake three. I think they should make a a, a standalone DLC or something for for mm. a co op story, and then so and then move like forward. Chop, in a like different... chop down. Like oh, okay, okay. Just take the concept of it and just move it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like make it make it. It doesn't even have to be the same guy. It could be somebody else. Like be another group of two people because I think it would be a cool mm. thing to do. Um, and then move forward in a different direction from three. If because I feel like that was the biggest issue. Three was the was the fall of that. Yeah. Three, three's, three's plotting on. It was ah, ah, yeah, ah, just do some, yeah, do some, do some changes, make some tweaks. Honestly, if you, you could literally again, two is a, I think is a super easy decision because of how the first was received. Do exactly how you did the first one, and you should be fine. You should be more than fine. And then the third one, make some tweaks. You know what I'm saying? Just, just kind of change some things here and there. I think they can definitely go the distance like a Resident Evil, and they can go all the way up to the point where they can just make a brand new Dead Space. They can yeah. break a, a fourth one and do it down the line, like the end of the decade or something like that, where they can just go in a completely new direction with it and just like up it to a, a crazy max. So they've been cooking, and I'm glad to see that they've joined the horror, the horror game revolution or a renaissance, as it were, where all these games are getting remade and new games are coming out in this horror this horde time period and they're cooking they're cooking right now horde horror is definitely one of the genres or subgenres that have been eating over the past couple of years so shout outs to them and uh honestly like, kudos man need to see more of it no for sure word word man and uh on to the last story here baby uh we got word on insomniacs wolverine and how they're planning to aim for hard r's on all their experiences and i do not know whether to be excited or angry uh during the first week of black history month no less uh we're, we're, we're gonna talk about it man we gotta talk about it. they're going hard r man how you feeling how you feel <laughs> i just don't know who hit send on that like i don't know i don't know who thought that was like a good idea <laughs> it was jeff grubb's bum ass it was like, jeff grubb he why, did it <laughs> why Bro, oh my god! And the scariest nah, thing is like I'll fuck it with you, Jeff. But Jeff, you fucked up. You fucked up like, that time, Jeff. 
of 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 racist Wolverine is nuts because you can't kill him. Like you, he's unkillable and racist. You just gotta shoot wild. him in the head enough times to make him forget he was racist. That's yeah. the that's that's the key. You gotta have enough bullets in you to shoot him in the head enough times to think he wasn't racist or flip his genes to make him racist against white people or something like that or prejudice against white people. Like Bro. that's the only way. It's the only way. Hard, like I'm happy. I'm, I'm excited for the game, but come on, man! Like, yeah. like I can't even say that no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah, that's kind of crazy. I ain't gonna lie. A, a racist Weapon X, son. We will be finished. We will be finished. That's, that's crazy, bro. Like that. That is that is nuts. That's a wild concept. I never want to hear that again. Oh my gosh! I've already had Stormfront and Homelander to deal with in my nightmares, bro. I don't need that. I don't need all that. It's just Wolverine's like, you want me to join you people? And then Storm's like, yeah. what do you mean by you people? You, you, yeah, facts. <laughs> Zap this thing. <laughs> but yeah, all right, man. Let me continue on the rest of this blur, man. But in all serious, though, uh, reports from Jeff Grubb and VGC suggest that Insomniac are shooting for a high M rating in their approach. And they're trying to start from scratch in terms of connection to any other X-Men live action property, namely the Fox movies. And are setting a starting point in the story uh, before he joins the X-Men. So it's going to be kind of standalone, uh, him walking his own path before he joins up with Charles and the gang. Reportedly said to drop in uh, fall 24 or 2025, hopefully with not any words with the hard R in it. So uh, how how are we feeling? How are we feeling on it? Uh, I'm, I've always been excited. Wolverine is probably one of my... Wolverine is like the main reason I'm playing Midnight Suns right now. I haven't even unlocked the character yet. But once I unlock the character, he's not leaving my team. Um, I'm a huge Wolverine fan. I love Wolverine. I'm very, very excited about this game. Like the way I'm, ex- the way Charles is excited about Spider-Man games is the way I'm excited about Wolverine games. Um, they don't really, they're not really good, but yeah. it's, it's, it's. I think it's the Superman effect. Is like, what do you, how do you make an unkillable character mm-hmm. like fun to play? I have Facts. a couple ideas. Insomniac hit me up, mm-hmm. but anyways, um, very excited to see this game. I think it's going to be uh, really fun. I don't really care necessarily for it to be gory or whatever. I'm happy that they're not going to go like a PG-13 route. Um, dismemberment would be, obviously be sick, but I'm not necessarily like here for the gore. I just want to make sure the combat mm-hmm. is fluid and it holds true to Wolverine. Um, if this yeah. is Wolverine before he meets the X-Men, I'm assuming his healing factor is going to be normal. Like I'm assuming all of this stuff is going to work out. So I really want to see uh, where we go from here, honestly. Mm-hmm. 100%. So give me that. Give me that. I feel like if there's anybody who could appropriately be put in an M rating or an R rating or whatever the hell you call it, it's Wolverine, Deadpool as well, but definitely Wolverine's dead 100% in there. I just want it. If it's Insomniac, they know what to do and how to make his combat flowy. You know what I'm saying? They, I think they understand that the gameplay loop and the movement, the attacks have to come first. They have to come priority number one standard and i think there definitely will be in terms of the story and the connotations of the of the branding i feel like this is like a guardians of the galaxy moment for like you know like the game version where they can really separate themselves and say hey listen like the x-men is such a wide berth it's not just hugh jackman and them man bro like it's 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 deeper than that so this is a really good moment to uh kind of express that uh timeline looks pretty decent from when they first yeah. released it I can, I can see a 20 a fall 25 i can see definitely a fall 25 um, and honestly like i'm i just want it i just want it bro i just want it wolverine x-men has always been one of them ones it's x-men legend you can go down the, a whole list you know what i'm saying when when you fought wolverine and you know, what's it called was it was it web of shadows i think it was web of shadows, web of shadows. <laughs> crack in that spider-man game when you fought wolverine and stuff you had those cutscenes, whatever stuff fire 
I I am always pro Wolverine. I'm not gonna lie. The more you more you have him in there, the more you have him in anything, I think is a good thing. So we need it, need it. Just no hard R's, please. No, please. Please don't let's, make Wolverine let's not racist. Do, let's not do this. Not in February or any month, but specifically this month. Let's just let's please, guys. Thanks. Just god damn it. Ah. It, it was trending. It was Dog. trending on Twitter, bro. Ah. <laughs> oh, ah. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. All right, man. Uh, Dr. Umar's not playing that shit. Anyways, moving on. That's that's all the notes I got for the pod, man. Anything that we might have missed? Um, not that I can think of necessarily. Um, off the top of my head, um, I cannot think of a soul. Um, I gotta let out three laughs. Ha! <laughs> Kyrie getting traded. Uh, fuck the Nets. Sorry, mm. Negus, but you, you know what I'm saying? It's just game warfare. This is how it is, man. Mm. It's it. It is definitely how it is. Um, let me see. I don't know, man. I don't know what we're missing. They're definitely Netflix. Yeah, we definitely covered that, and they're backtracking like a mug right now. They are backtracking heavy as hell. Um, let me see. Anything that we might have missed? No, nah, I think we're straight, bro. I think we're straight. Any any closing notes before we end the show? Um. Stay safe. Drink your water. Um, LCS is on. That's really it. Mm. Yeah. Nah. Uh, my closing notes is uh, if uh, if you're if you're a Discord mod, it's spooky times for you. You know what I'm saying? If you're a chat mod, it's spooky times. Do not put feces in your mouth, please. Let's, oh yeah. Let's refrain. Don't do that. Yeah. Let's refrain from putting your own feces in your mouth for clout. It's not going to get you far. I promise you. And You'll be better off if you didn't live with that memory. So, you know, uh, be good to people. Don't be a dick. Don't put you in your own mouth. And, uh, yeah, make sure you rate this podcast five stars. You know, a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of good content coming on this side, man. So make sure you check in the Apple Podcast and Spotify uh, for the, uh, you know, for the audio versions. Make sure you rate us five stars there. Also available on all different audio platforms, including Anchor. You can check out our main link from that from there. Audio and video versions will be available on Spotify and YouTube at youtube.com slash at no cooldown. Make sure you check out When Easy at uh, Wotaku channel on YouTube, W-O-T-A-K-U channel, and When Easy on all of the platforms. You can check out King V-I-I-I at, at King V-I-I-I on all the platforms. Shout out to him because he was a great standing, man. Any close notes to you? Um, no, make sure you uh, respect each other and enjoy video games. Yo, he can talk? That's crazy. You spoke for you spoke for King. Wow. Hey, yo, he's alive. Yeah, he sounds like me. It's kind of weird. That's wild. Hey, yo, oh, this wait, boy's a British accent. Hey, hold on a second. Yeah, you should. <laughs> um, men's them be playing games. <laughs> we'll see him next Tuesday. In it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna, he's gonna be canceled in it. <laughs> oh man, my old old the peaky blonde. Right, he gonna he gonna whoop our ass next week, bro. He gonna whoop our ass for this shit next week. Anyway, that's, that's all we got for the show, man. Make sure y'all y'all go drink your water. Be good. This has been episode fifty four of No Cooldown Podcast, and we are out of there. <laughs>